Well, hello, 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 and praise the Lord on this wonderful, sweet 16th Wednesday. And I am elated and excited to be with you on this midweek word of the day. And I am honored that you have stopped by to receive um, the fresh manna the Lord has released to me to share with you in celebration of the father of the bride crushing the grapes. And I am elated to um, release this word on today uh, in celebration of all brides as well as fathers. And I tell you, I was really excited when um, he gave me this word to share with you and to release on today because it, it truly speaks to what the Lord has already declared um, this month to be. And this is the season and the appointed time for revival. Yes, renewal, revival, restoration. And I tell you, everything God does is to prepare us for the next season. And everything God does is by preparation. And I love that about God because um, either, whether it's by preparation or it's by the suddenly uh, we have to be ready. <laughs> we have to be ready. And that depends on um, the state of our heart. That depends on our position with Father God. Um, and I hope today you are truly uh, in right standing with him by way of the blood of Jesus, by way of repentance and forgiveness of sin, uh, which was given to us by way of the blood of Jesus by way of the cross of Calvary, uh, the complete redemptive work of Christ by way of the cross and his resurrection. So I'm not going to prolong the time. I'm going to um, just declare the prophetic word that he gave me. And that was, these are not drunk as you suppose. These are not drunk as you suppose. And that is coming from Acts, the second chapter, first through the 20th verse. And I'm really excited to, to share this because in him saying that this is a time of uh, the point of time of revival, restoration and renewal for uh, not only just this season for us to uh, bear good fruit and that our fruit may remain and, and be good by way of uh, being uh, the sheep of his pasture, being um, a part of the vine, abiding in the vine. Um, he was saying to me that that this is um, season of revival is for the survival of the fittest. And, and as Paul said, the race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, but to him that endured to the end. The same, the same shall be saved. So I'm excited about that. And I'm really, again, really excited to be the first partaker of this fruit that um, that I, I, I am releasing to you today. And I'm kind of looking at my notes as I'm talking. So forgive me if I seem a little bit distracted. Uh, but I'm just really excited uh, to, to share this by way of Acts, the second chapter, because um, when he gave me this, in saying that these are not drunk as you suppose, he was speaking to me again regarding the third day 
the third day. And again, the third day was an appointed time where those who were dwellers um, in at Jerusalem um, on the day of Pentecost, when it was fully come, when it was fully come. And that's what the Lord was saying to me, that our appointed times, our appointed seasons, our divine visitations, when that day has fully come, when we've come to that place, when he's brought us to that place, and we're on one accord, mind, body, soul, and spirit, we're syncopated with him, mind, body, soul, and spirit, uh, we're caught with him in the third heavens. Um, he said, suddenly, he will release that which he has purposed and planned for us. And I'm really excited about that because that's exactly what happened on the day of Pentecost when it was fully come. And I tell you, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is, is revealed by his power, which is by fire. Hallelujah. And that fire is represented of the new wine. And that's the thing that God um, wants to do on today for you. Um, one of the things he was saying and speaking to me as I was praying about, um, continuing to pray about this month's offering, uh, he was saying that this is a time of the purge and the purging and that he will thoroughly purge our floor. So this is a time of, of purging and, and, and for us to purge ourselves of those things that are, that are impure, that will keep us from walking in the fullness of the Godhead body, uh, to keep us from walking in our divine providence and divinity. And that's what we want. We want to manifest God's divinity. We want to manifest God's sovereignty and, and his fruit uh, of, his, of his prophetic expression. And I am so honored that he's chosen me to do just that. Hallelujah. And I tell you, this declaration of, of the celebration of the father of the bride, the crushing of the grapes, it is to do just that to to press us uh, into a higher place, to press into us uh, those things that needs to be revealed. And that comes by testing and even temptation. And um, the blessing thing about the Holy Spirit is that uh, he knows how to, to bring us by the way. Now, the thing that I love uh, about this word that he gave me was that not only did they understand the sound from heaven, which was, was as a mighty rushing wind, and where it filled all the house where they were sitting. And one of the things that he, he brought to my attention and, and revealed to me regarding the second chapter is that first and foremost, we must be dwellers. We must dwell in his presence. We must be dwelling in the holy place, our place, because God has given us all a place. He set us in the body as it pleased him. And when we are in divine order, according to his will and his way, um, he can move on us um, according to his good will and his good pleasure. And again, um, the day of Pentecost manifested um, 
the presence of God, the manifestation of God's presence and manifested the heavenly language. But to each of those that were uh, dwelling in Jerusalem and the manifestation of the Holy Spirit um, appeared as a fire and it rested upon them. And, and that's the beauty about being mature, bringing forth good fruit and, and um, being um, planted, hallelujah, by the Lord, is that um, he can rest upon us. And he, Holy Spirit, can begin to speak to us. And that is by way of utterance. Uh, of other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So I, I'm really excited about uh, the refilling. <laughs> hallelujah. And not just the refilling, but the overflowing hallelujah of the Holy Spirit, which is, uh, again, manifested in joy. Joy, joy, joy. Um, now it goes on to say in the second chapter of, of Acts that uh, as they were dwelling at Jerusalem, it acknowledges that they, they were Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. And it says, now when this was, was noised about, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galatians? And how hear we every man his own language, wherein we were born? And it, it just goes on to declare those nations and those tongues. And... Um, they were able to hear them speak in their own tongue the wonderful works of God. And that's one of the things that he was saying to me regarding this new time, this new era, basically, that he's birthed in by way of the apostolic anointing, by way of the Holy Spirit. And, and um, the thing that I love about Peter, who was chosen to stand before the 11, um, lifted up his voice and said unto them, ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known to you this day and hearken to my words. These are not drunken as ye suppose, seeing it be the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And that it should come to pass in those last days, say, God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters uh, shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heavens above and signs in the earth beneath blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, the moon into blood, 
before the great and noble day of the Lord come. So this declares the manifestation of what was already spoken by the prophet Joel. And a beautiful thing about being uh, the bride of Christ, being the sheep of his pastor, is that this not only was a corporate thing, but it is something God does for us individually because it's now um, a personal relationship that we have. And when we are one on one accord in our hearts, and certainly God knows those who are his, this will be the manifestation. This will be the manifestation. And that's what he was saying to me about the Holy Spirit, that when we are, uh, are flowing in the Holy Spirit and we are in our own in our own place that he's given us, um, he will manifest uh, the new wine. And one of the things he was saying to me is that when he began to manifest itself um, in our lives by way of the Holy Ghost, people will not understand what he's saying and what he's doing to you, for you, because it's an individual thing. And, and, and um, the thing that I love about the Holy Spirit is that he doesn't have to check with man or anyone to do what he wants to do in your life. Um, all we need to do is have faith and believe and receive what he's saying by being um, a, a, a true vessel, a holy vessel, a sanctified vessel for him to pour into. And so the New Testament, which is represented by the new wine, the shed blood of Jesus, is now today releasing what he wants to do in us and through us by way of the Holy Spirit, which is the King of Christ. And remember what he said, the King of Christ is what? Righteousness, peace, and joy, and the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost. So the King of God is within us. And the thing that I love about Holy Spirit and kingdom is that we grow in the knowledge of him, which is by Christ Jesus. So that knowing him in a part of our sins, that fellowship with him by way of not only his suffering, but by way of his resurrection power, we will see God's will come to pass in our life. And again, I think that he was saying to me about the manifestation of his spirit is that um, only he knows. <laughs> he knows. And we have to protect that, that experience because um, one of the things that the Lord was saying to me about our liberation and our liberty in Christ Jesus is that as Paul said, some will come to spite out our liberty. And truly, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Hallelujah. So in that liberation, in that, in, in that fire, in that love, which is all-consuming of his passion for me, for you, um, know that the Lord would do what he said he would do. And um, that is happening now if we ready ourselves and we, and we uh, seek him with the earnest and we decree and we declare and uh, just being an empty vessel before him to pour into. So I'm, I'm really excited that um, I've had a chance to, um, an opportunity to release this word on today. 
and what he declared that these are not drunken as ye suppose. And know that what the Lord is saying to you, what he's doing for you is, is unique. And um, what he's saying and doing in our lives will bear witness with others who are also children of the light. And um, know that um, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is given by way of the new wine. And, and as David said, I shall be anointed with new wine and fresh oil. Hallelujah. Truly fresh oil. And I tell you, even as I'm speaking, there's just a bubbly <laughs> of joy uh, in my soul. And this is coming up. And, and I tell you, that's the thing that purging will do. Um, and he said, again, every tree that bears for fruit, he purges it. and may bring forth more fruit. Um, so our, our bearing fruit, our prosperity, uh, our elevation, promotion comes from the Lord. And um, it's really important to, um, again, remember what he said of old is what he's saying now. Because that's exactly what Peter declared as he was standing with the 11, the apostles. And speaking to the men of Judea that dwelt in Jerusalem. And, and, and that's the thing that he was saying as well, is that that these things is done because, was done, and it still is being done today. Because our name is written in the book of life. He knows my name. And, um, and, and as he said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so... Um, Again, salvation is open to everyone, anyone who receives and accepts the sacrifice, which is the blood of the Lamb. He um, said, He that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. So I'm really excited about the overpouring and the overshadowing of His favor upon you as His sons and His daughters. Um, I'm certainly wishing all true fathers, especially in the faith, a blessed Father's Day weekend. Um, I'm praying for the firstborns and um, all those who uh, God has, and as many as the Lord that God shall call. So, um, I'm, I'm praising God for the promises of God, which again, amen, and for this wonderful word on this wonderful Wednesday uh, regarding um, the holy drunkenness of the Holy Spirit and um, the third hour. Hallelujah. So don't miss your appointed time. Don't miss your other uh, thing that he has for you. And um, we have to be those wise brides um, by being watchful and prayerful. Hallelujah. And again, uh, know that the Lord loves you. You are uniquely his. And um, he said he, never, he will never leave us or forsake us, but he will be with us even to the end of the world. And that he sent us another comforter to comfort us. So um, I comfort you with these words.
With that, I bid you peace by saying much love, and I certainly will speak with you soon. I certainly hope you enjoy the rest of your afternoon, your evening, and um, I certainly hope that your summer is going well and you're producing wonderful fruit from your soul, from your spirit, from your holy womb, and that your life is a sweet smell and savor to the Lord and certainly well-pleasing. Love you. Love always. Take care.